the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Fifth and fifth, the law offices of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamazan. It is a full house here. In addition to the great Sambolino. Hello, Sambolino. Good evening, Arthur. How are you, sir? Oh, I am just Jim Dandy. And you know who's sitting right across from me, right? The one, the only, the hair straightened out, Joni Pelzer. There she is. I have my Ruth Buzzy outfit on today. No, you don't. No, that's when your hair is all pulled up and you look like that's a rough look. But anyway, uh, and we have Joyce is here. She's here to observe me. You know, I'm still like on double secret probation with the radio station. (laughs) So Jerry Crowley sends her here to make sure that I'm actually doing the show. And our friend Jason is here. Um, We're going to learn, you know, there's weed everywhere in the streets, but there's actually these leaves that come from the hemp plant that are very, very useful. And they, you could use them to make yourself look very beautiful um, or, 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 or or they're very healing. So we're going to talk to Jason Green uh, momentarily. But uh, I just want to give you a little update from the courthouse in New York City where I was today. Uh, so in Manhattan, there are, there are two primary um, state courthouses. There's actually three. There's 60 Center Street. There's 100 Center Street. And there's 111 Center Street, which is directly across from 100 Center Street. So in 60 Center Street, it's all civil court. It's all civil cases. So like when you hear Imran Ansari talking about, you know, the civil cases and if you're in a car accident, you fall, you break your leg, uh, those kinds of cases. When uh, the commercial division, so if one business is buying another business and there's a dispute one business is suing another business and there's a dispute. Commercial entities, corporate entities, that all takes place at 60 Center Street. And 60 Center Street is the courthouse that is famous around the world because it is the setting that so many movies and so many TV shows use to show the, the courthouse. It doesn't matter if they're supposed to be in the federal courthouse, they're supposed to be in the criminal courthouse. They use 60, uh, yeah, 60 Center Street as the backdrop because it does look like the quintessential we love that word here on the power hour the quintessential courthouse um so in that in that courthouse it's all civil law so that means money 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 now you go halfway up you go past 80 center street where that's where people get married that's where you uh, you get your marriage license and that's where the clerk is the clerk of the city of new york or one I should day. say the county of New York. One day, Joni, one day. Keep hoping. Maybe San Bellino, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, you got Alex and Joe Sibelia. So, I mean, 
I'm and set. You probably need both of them to take on Joni. But anyway, <laughs> if, you add both, if, if you add both of their ages together, it's almost Joan's age. Oh, <laughs> please. <laughs> okay. We're funny. A- actually, how old is Alex? Alex is, I think, what, 30? or 27, I believe. No, so I'm 27. Tw- 27 and 27. Let's see. That's 50. Uh, 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 Joni! <laughs> Jody, still younger than me. It's yeah, it's younger than you. Yes, you're older than the two of them put together. But, but we look perk. older. Um, but no, but Joan. That let, all kidding aside, those people who have never seen Joni, if you haven't been on social media, she is a very beautiful woman who belies her age, which belies. is which is which Fancy. is yes, she does. But that's what happens when you're not married and you don't have kids stressing <laughs> you out like a maniac. Uh, but anyway, so. There's a hundred Center Street, which is that's all criminal, and that's where I tried uh, the Harvey Weinstein case. That's where I tried the Abe Hirschfeld case, amongst others that aren't in the news all the time. I have a lot of pictures of you uh, there too. Yes, there's a lot of pictures, and then right across the street is a hybrid building, one 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 Center Street, and that is both criminal law and civil law. And uh, whoever designed the, or, or has planned this out. Hasn't done a great job because on the same floor, there's civil courtrooms and there's criminal courtrooms. And it's just like a different, it's a different, um, like feeling. It's a different culture. Uh, Imran and I were talking a little while ago and Imran does, even though Imran was in the Brooklyn DA's office and and was a storied prosecutor there known as the golden boy, he basically, now he does all uh, civil work. And he was talking to one of his friends last night who is in a firm and he's saying, you know, I, I hate the civil work because the attorneys are so nasty to each other. And that's because in civil law, the, the attorneys typically, typically have a financial stake in the outcome. Whereas in criminal law, it's forbidden to have a financial stake in the outcome. So it's, it's a prosecutor which gets paid by the city. If they win, lose, or draw, they get the same exact salary against a defense attorney. And a defense attorney is not to, allowed to have a retainer uh, that has that is contingent on the results. So, you know, you get paid the same amount, whatever the results are. Now, obviously, you want to strive for the best results, but we're just much more of a, um, a civil group towards each other. It's funny, right? The criminal lawyers are more civil. Huh. The civil uh-huh. lawyers are more criminal. Huh. Um so I was I was there today, and guess who I saw? The court reporters. Yes, Plaza College. The court reporters were front and center, um, and I was in, I was in front of a, a judge who was very nice. Um, but here's the deal: I get there nice and early, and um, my client is not produced. What does that mean? This particular client is incarcerated. The bail that there is bail on him, but it's so high that his family can't afford it. They've made the decision to use whatever money they have to pay our law firm as opposed to post bail. Um, so that means he's, he's, he's a Rikers Island guy. Um, and even though he left the facility at like, I don't know, 5am this morning by 10am, five hours later, he still was not where he was supposed to be. So I had to sit in the front row. Um, I actually got a lot of work done because I, I, you can't accept any phone calls in there. So I was reading documents. I was reading drafts of the Ghislaine Maxwell appeal, which is coming along quite splendidly, if I may say so myself. Um, but it's interesting how things have changed. So one case that was on before me, the individual didn't show up, which normally leads to a, a bench warrant. The judge issues a bench warrant. I then learn while they're talking, it's like three, uh, three times this case has been on and this person hasn't shown up. And they're still not issuing a warrant for his arrest. This is like the new thing. Like you, you get arrested, you 
go through the system, you go to court, the judge tells you come back at this particular day. It used to be, if you didn't come back, there's the warrant goes to the warrant squad, the warrant squad comes to your last known address and then puts out an I card for you, which means if you get pulled over for anything, they come and, and try to find you. Um, that's not taking place right now. Anyway, finally, as I'm about to leave at like 11 o'clock, well, I could get my case called and you, what's called, you waive your client's appearance. So I'm allowed to say, you know what, judge, it's getting late. There's nothing substantive going on today, except that I need more time to get up to date on the file because this is a case where we're coming in the case brand new. We're replacing an existing attorney. I don't even have the whole file yet. So I'm saying, you know, judge, I just need 30 days to get up to speed. Um, so I was going to waive his appearance, and boom, miraculously, he appears. I have to compliment the New York State court officers, uh, the the um, female sergeant, who as soon as she saw me, I said, hi, Sarge, how are you? She's like, good. She's like, been a long time since I've seen you in Brooklyn. Um, and I was like, well, what's the difference between Manhattan and Brooklyn? She goes, there's nothing like Brooklyn. Um, so she was trying to help me out. So I, I stood up there with my client, meeting him for the first time with his mom and dad, and um it's just great being in court. And the judge gave us some time to file our motions. I said to the judge, uh, she said, how much time do you need? I was like, I don't know. Can I have a month? I said, you know, Judge Cammons is going to be doing these motions. And she's looked up and smiled. And she said, well, he could do these in his sleep because mm-hmm. she, Judge Cammons was the chief judge of all the, the criminal judges in the city of New York. Um, and everyone knows what a scholar he is. So. I got rid of, I got done with my case, got adjourned until the middle of April, our motions will be due, I think it's March 28th, and then they have a little time to answer, and the judge gives us our, her decision on, on April 18th, that was it, April 18th, um, and then I ran down, I got into the subway, and I went to Sardi's, and we're going to take a commercial break, and you're going to hear what happened at famed Sardi's, Sardi's restaurant, we're going to go to incorporate what happened at Sardi's into Times Square Tuesday, into Tom Harris, into Christine Nichols, into Joni Pelzer, into the chief of the police department, into the chief of patrol of the police department. And we're going to tie it all up in a bow so that you guys know what the quintessential New Yorker did today to do a little tiny little part into making sure that this city is the best city that it can be. Sam Bellino behind the controls. Joni Pelzi here to drive everyone crazy. <laughs> Don't go away. We're going to be right back with Tom Harris talking about Times Square Tuesday. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. It's another chance to sort out the crowded pack in the ACC as the Orange visit Tallahassee to play Florida State Wednesday night. It's a 7 o'clock tip-off with Orange pregame, 6.30 Wednesday on AM 970 The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. So I was I was running around uh, all through the city today to get to one appointment, one from court, from court, from dropping off Arthur to doing all kinds of stuff, and I feel really good. I mean, I'm pushing seventy over here, but I'm feeling really pushing good. seventy. Listen, I'm on the other side of fifty five. <laughs> Believe me, I am pushing seventy. Seventy is around the corner. I get it, and you know, I feel so healthy. And you know what? I think to myself, hmm. I don't need a power of attorney. I don't need a healthcare proxy. Well, you know what? Nothing could be further from the truth. You can't worry about that when you're sick. You can't worry about that when you're older. You have to worry about that now. 
The time is now. That's a big scene from Les Mis. The place is here. The time is now. Do you hear the people sing? Um, anyway, I went off on a little tangent because we're doing the whole Broadway segment next. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> the fact is, if something happens to you, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a health care proxy. What happens then? The state or the courts may make vital decisions for you regarding your, your, your estate planning or regarding your health. You want a judge to determine whether you should get yanked off a, a ventilator or not? Of course not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a health care proxy as soon as you can when you are healthy. And how are you going to do that? Very simply. Very, very simply. You're going to call Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law. That's right. Call Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law. You know why they know their stuff? They've been doing this for 40 years. That's right. Four zero years. They will help you make the plans to protect you, to protect your family, and keep you in charge of the vital decisions in your life. So for a free, in-person, initial consultation with a lawyer from Connors & Sullivan, you're going to call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or go to the website, connorsandsullivan.com. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one nerve care company. Nervive tablets contain alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, plus B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. And try Nervive Pain Relieving Cream to block nerve pain signals at the source. Use as directed. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Sam Molina, what's going on with this tune by the, by the Drifters? So Charlie Thomas, who was the last uh, original member of the Drifters, passed away. It was announced yesterday at the age of 85. Passed away from liver cancer. Wow. All right. Well, I'm not pushing 85. I'm only pushing <laughs> 70. So I got a little while to go. My dad got one. He'll be 85. June 28th. Well, I took the R train today. Nope. I took the Q. Well, originally I took the R. I took the R to 59th, got on the end, took the end to Canal Street, went to court, got back on the, on the, to Canal Street, took the queue, telling Joni, I'm on my way, Joni, I'm coming to Sardis. You were texting me the whole time. Oh, yes, Joni, I like, I, I know was on you, the queue, too. It was up to Joni, she put low jack on my ankle. Does anybody know what low jack <laughs> is or that Life 360? No, 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 I do the little, like, the dog tracking little well, you know, uh, but, yeah, rice Yeah, the pellet. chips. Yeah. Well, you know what I didn't realize? So, what? Danita's my assistant. She's been with me for, I think it's going to be 24 years this September. She, without me knowing it, put on my phone, like, share your location. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no, she no, no. She wants to make sure she can yeah. find you. Okay, so you're I, I turned that thing off. She was like, what the heck? If um, you so go to she Rikers Island, she wants to make sure you're safe. If I'm in Rikers Island, I leave my car in uh, my phone in the car because you can't bring phones into Rikers Island. But anyway, so I told Joni I'll be there in 20 minutes. But you know what? And, and folks should hear this. People are like, oh, I never take the train. I don't like the subway. I don't go subterranean. It took me like seven minutes yeah, to get from fast. Canal Street to 40 Deuce. Um, and we stopped at Union Square, 34th, 40 Deuce. Boom! Boosh, as Bitter right would say. Around the corner. And I was right there. I walked into Sardi's. I went, walked up to the second floor, got in the elevator, went up to the fourth floor, and there they were. There was, there was Joni. 
a vision of loveliness. No, actually, it wasn't Joni there. It was actually some waiter. Yeah. And some waiter comes over to me and he goes, are you Arthur? I told him. And I'm to like, yeah. He goes, Joan told me that a debonair, well-dressed man would be coming in and I should I look said, up. I said, look for the shoes. Yeah, he looked for the shoes and the hat. So... <laughs> Uh, I, I, and I was, I was holding this evidence that my client had given me. So I, I stashed that away and I, we walk into the lovely room on the fourth floor of Sardis. And there was my friend, a former United States Marshal of the Southern District of New York, Giuseppe Guccione and, uh, some other familiar faces. And then there was, you know, when you're in a room and you don't know anyone, you feel a little insecure. And there was that one face, that cherub like face. And when I saw him, <laughs> I knew I was safe. I knew I was secure. It was, it was the man who I relished to speak with and see occasionally on every Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from 42nd Street, Tom Harris. Hello, Inspector Harris. How are you, sir? What an introduction, Arthur. And it was great seeing Joni today and you too. And you, you certainly, radio does not do you justice when you show up in a room. It's it's too bad everyone can't see you each well, night on the radio. We'll see what happens. You know, it's early yet. It's early yet. We're, you know, I, I, <laughs> right now it's CBS and ABC. They're fighting. Uh, I mean, NBC's numbers came in too low, but they're going to bump the nightly news, and they're just either one of them is just going to broadcast live the Idola Power at six p.m. and uh, and, and, and Tom. Then you'll have to come into the yard. You know, I invited you into the studio here. And, uh, you know, Joni said you're too busy to come hang out with us. That's okay. I mean, you are carrying a sidearm and you're walking around 42nd Street. So I'm happy that you're down there and you're not up here. But what a great afternoon. Tell us where we were, Tom, and, and who was there and what was going shoe, on. shoe episode on, on your show where you show everyone the shoes that you're wearing every day. Uh, we, listen, yes. we, we could bang that out, Tom. As Tuesday, long as you, Tuesday. As long as you think people are going to be interested. Where were we, Tom, and who were we talking to? Fill the listeners in what we did today. So we were at Sardis today at the Broadway Association's monthly luncheon, and we had the pleasure of speaking with Chief Jeff Madry and Chief John Shell from the New York City Police Department. Nicole Johnson did an excellent job of interviewing them, and we really got a, a sense of how, how much they love and how much they're devoted to their job and to the city, how much they care, and, and most important, how many resources they're dedicating to the Midtown area to make sure that everyone is safe and how many resources they're dedicating to the subway to make sure that you can have that trip from uptown with your head buried into your in your phone and text Joni and still arrive safely. Tom, you know, I will tell you that the, I believe that is one of the spikes in crime over the years on the subway is what you just said about people having their head buried in their phone. You know, my dad, the the line he always says, and I have my son Luca repeat it always, you know, when I would leave the house from nine years old till today, be alert. Those were the two things, be alert, yeah. be alert. And the truth is, Tom Harris, no one's alert anymore. No, you got earphones on, people, and it's during COVID, right? They got masks, their earphones, sunglasses, a baseball hat. Yeah. They're digging into their phone. You, you could have some guy walk on the train with an Uzi, and they would not pay attention. Whereas 10 years ago, when people were sitting there with the Post and the Daily News and the Times and some magazine, you're just much more aware and much more alert. And I will just tell you, when I do need an earbud, because sometimes I have to listen to some stuff, I only use one. I always keep one ear ear wide open. But um, So tell us a little bit of the bad news. Tell us why the police commissioner couldn't show up today, Tom. A horrible incident. You know, unfortunately, there's there's a dark side of policing, and, and a lot of times it gets 
uh, too much for for folks. And a real tragedy in the police department today. We had one um, police officer shoot himself, and then tragically that, that officer from Brooklyn passed away today um, as a result of that robbery in the 75th Precinct. So really a tough day for the New York City Police Department, a tough day for the city, and just makes you um, want to thank a police officer for putting themselves in harm's way day in and day out. And sometimes we don't understand the toll that it takes on them. Yeah, well, obviously it was very tragic. And, and um, not taking anything away from the police commissioner, she absolutely did the right thing going to and comforting and showing the leadership to her officers. But it may have been better that Madri was there because, you know, he didn't have a prepared speech. He wasn't supposed to come and speak with us. He was very open. He was very honest and transparent. Um, Tom Harris, why don't you tell us a little bit about the chief of the department, the highest ranking uniform officer, what what his reporting was uh, about New York City in general and about Times Square in general? So so first, I, I met Chief Madry, I think it was um, August of 1998. I was, a, I was a young lieutenant in the 7-7 precinct, and they were telling me about this fantastic condition sergeant in the precinct, and it was Jeff Madry. And, and I've stayed in touch with him throughout the years as, as, as we both rose to the ranks and then when I left. So we could not be in better hands with the leadership of Chief Madry. And then Chief Chell, of course, we found out today, he went to the best high school in Bay Ridge, uh, Sedarian. Uh, there you go. And, uh, second, the best one, second only to Poly Prep. But keep going. <laughs> he, how about this? I'll give you this. He went to the best all-boys high school in Bay Ridge. As opposed to, that's why I told my dad, I'm not going to an old boys school. That were you kidding me? <laughs> so I went to Poly because there was a little co-ed there, and, and, and oh, I'll just leave it at it paid off. Keep going, Tom Harris. So yeah, the hat and the shoes would not have been noticed in 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 Severian. So I think you made the right decision. <laughs> um, he he talked about how how he's dedicated more police officers to Times Square than, than ever. We have 137 police officers in the Times Square unit. They're also doing more outreach to the community. Chief Chell, uh, Chief McCarthy, who I think you've, you've had on. Chief Chell, another Bay Ridge boy, another Bay Ridge boy, Chief Chell. He was a, uh, besides going to Zavarian, he, he said last night or the night before on his way home where he now lives in Staten Island, stopped at the Great Pippin's Pub on 3rd Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn for a, uh, a cold one. Of course, he's got a driver so he could have a drink and, and be on his way home. But they were both... Uh, Tom, they were both so, uh, besides being open and, and, and answering so many questions, uh, they basically made it clear that their directive to all of their police officers is to be very polite to all the citizenry, to be very engaging with all of us, to be there for us when we need them. If it's a simple question like, you know, where's the closest Dwayne Reed to obviously reporting very serious crimes. And uh, I asked uh, Chief Mandry afterwards, I mean, this is the chief of the department. He said something about trying to keep the guy's uh, morale up. And I said, well, how do you do that? He goes, well, it breaks down to the precincts. And it was something that, uh, you know, I, I do here in my little law office. He's like, sometimes we'll have a little barbecue. Sometimes we'll have a little get-together to watch the Super Bowl together just to form that team spirit. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, common sense answers. But they were uh, they were both, and Chief Chell afterwards, uh, he's the chief of patrol, so he's – He's right under them, right? He's right under the chief of the department, correct? Yes. 
Okay. And, yeah. I'm, and I, I'm looking at him like, I know this guy. I know this guy. And then he reminded me who his wife is, who went to high school with my sister at Fompon Hall Academy in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn as well. And uh, you know what I told him? I said, when you're done with this job, you should run for mayor. Because he's, uh, you know, he looks like a big tough guy, but he said all the right things to sound like a very sincere, sensitive, sympathetic man. So, Tom Harris, we have one minute. We have one minute left, Tom. You wrap up the segment. You are Tom Harris. You are the president of the Times Square Alliance. You made the ball drop on time. You've been an inspector of the NYPD. Wrap up the segment, Tom. Take it away. Oh, Arthur, I can always count on you to give me a minute and take 30 seconds of it. So, so <laughs> thanks to the hard work of the New York City Police Department, we're able to celebrate love in Times Square. So we have great events. We have uh, an art project called Love's Hedge on Duffy Square. People can go out, interact with it. On Valentine's Day, we're going to have surprise proposals, vow renewals, wedding ceremonies. Um, in Times Square. It's going to be a great day. If you visit our website at tsq.org, you'll see all the deals in Times Square during the month of February. And we are able to do this because of the hard work of the men and women of the New York City Police Department. And we should all make sure that we thank a cop anytime we see them. There you go, folks. Tom Harris, the Times Square Alliance on February 14th with those surprise proposals. Keep your eyes out for Joni Pelzer because you never know when someone's going to pop the question. We're going to take a quick break break, and we're going to come back with some hemp leaf. You don't want to miss this. It's going to make your skin so soft. We'll be right back. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for an extraordinary travel opportunity that will be the highlight of your year, maybe a highlight of your life. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel this October for the Stand with Israel tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to register or call 855-565-5519. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Let us talk about our good friends from Plaza College because they are going to set you up with a career in the law. That's right, a career in the law without the time, effort, and expense of law school. No LSAT, no bar exam, no crazy final exams where you have to write essays for days and days. Nope. You will be as powerful, if not more powerful, than anyone in that courtroom because you're going to be the court reporter. And in a courtroom, without the court reporter... Nothing happens. Court reporting and court captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with our very own Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. You know what the program is called? It's called A to Z. You get it? It's like all the letters of the alphabet because you're going to be a court reporter. And it's being offered for free, F-R-E-E, and can be completed from the convenience of your home. How do you sign up? It's so easy. Just jump on an email and type in info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu, info at plazacollege.edu. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service, preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. So many people on radio stations play this song because it's called Radio Radio, but I've seen Elvis Costello so many times in person. Play it. I was so into Elvis Costello. We all were. It was a big, like, rapid pulse mainstay. Uh, Armed Forces was, like, probably my, my, uh, my favorite album by him. Um, he was sick. With cancer for a while, I think, Elvis Costello, but now he's recovered. Joni, I would like an update on that, please, since you're here with your laptop open. Can I get an Elvis Costello update on your leisure? You know, I'm not like these other hosts. There's these other hosts that they're the self-proclaimed best Googlers in terms of accuracy and fastest Googlers. I, I was listening to someone's podcast this morning, and they used to be the self-proclaimed favorite son of Staten Island. And I don't know, I would never proclaim myself as the favorite son of Brooklyn. I wouldn't even proclaim myself as the favorite son of Bay Ridge, let alone 86th Street. But others, they are more confident. They could, they could say that. They could say they're the best Googlers in radio. They could say they're the most accurate. Now, I'm not putting up a fight. I'm not saying that they're not. Um, I will tell you, I am definitely not. Uh, I'm not a big typer. Um, but I do figure out how to get things done somehow or another. What's going on with Elvis? He's, is he on tour? What's he doing, Tony? Here we go. This is assembly, and this is as good as a Grammy Grammy's award report yesterday. <laughs> and she's right up there. Yep, yep. She's like, oh, it's not raw, damn. Yep. She's just shrugging. I'm getting a lot research. of hand movements. So you see, when we're on ABC TV or, or CBS, or because they're all fighting for us right now, um, they're going to get to see Joni like do all of these things. Like, yep, no, he's around. Yeah, he hasn't died yet. Okay, Joni, I was hoping he more than life. Photo. From the Grammys on Sunday, okay. With Olivia Rodrigo. So he was at the Grammys. So he was at the Grammys. Okay, so there we fine. go. Joni says he's at the Grammys. He's oh, fine. Look, here's a picture. Looks Thank good to you. Me. Okay, Joni said he's fine. Thank uh, you, Sambolino. Let's, let's fact check that, please. Yeah, I well get Alex to do something because he's just sitting there looking handsome, thinking you know, hey, who's he gonna propose to at, on Times Square on Valentine's <laughs> Day? All right, all right. I listen. I have a very special guest here. A man who, and I say this in a very uh, non-sexual manner, 
But I think of in the morning, since since the lovely Joyce, she came and she gave me this beautiful wooden box. <laughs> and when I opened the wooden box, inside the wooden box, there were all these beautiful little black uh, little containers. They look like makeup cases. And in them, you know, most people call it moisturizers. But no, at Hemp Leaf, we call it butter. Body butter. And in the morning, when I'm slathering this butter on my beautiful, gleaming, bald head and under my chin, which keeps dropping more. Every morning I look in the mirror, this chin is dropping more and more. Um, but I'm hoping that this hemp-based butter, sometimes it's vanilla butter and sometimes it is orange butter, is going to just do work some miracles for me. Now, it's a tall order to work a miracle for me. That ship has passed, but I'm telling you, this hemp leaf stuff, first of all, it smells so good. And, like, there's a bunch of different ones, um, but one of them just smells like, you know that smell when you go into a spa? And I don't know if it's like a eucalyptus kind of thing. It's like, oh, wow. And it just, like, instantly, like, chills you out. Now, just to be clear, before we go in, because my mother will get upset, there's no cannabis in this. There's no weed. It's not about getting you high. It is, and Jason's going to tell us about it, and the byproduct of the it's made by the actual leaves or leafs is it leafs with an f or leaves with a v okay i know joni's like read what i told you to do i will but you don't understand something this is not just a commercial i have lived with this product and in the morning when i'm doing my slathering i'm thinking of jason green because i know jason green and uh we've been on on panels together and when we have these uh things at what college do we go to when we do the Bergen Community College, and uh, Jason wears a lot of hats in the world of entrepreneurship and the world of, of of businesses. But it's weird to wake up, take a shower, come out of the shower, and you're a little dried up, and then and then like because I'm, I'm taking a hot shower, then going to cold, and your sin retracts, and then I'm putting the, the the cream on, and I should be thinking of my wife or you know some other beauty, a Sophia Loren, a Gina Lollobrigida, but I'm thinking of Jason Green, and thanks to Joni. And Joyce, Jason Green, the entrepreneur, the developer, the Long Island boy who's an engineer by trade, who grew up in a manufacturing household as part of a family-owned business that manufactures a good majority of the decorative lighting in New York City, like the lighting you see on the Brooklyn Bridge, Central Park, the George Washington Bridge. This man, this man met up with a military veteran, Ray Pickney II, through a mutual friend who is, in a service who is a service disabled veteran. Ray and Jason got together. Ray's an herbalist. Jason is a genius at business. They made together hemp leaf. Without further ado, the man who I think of in the morning when I'm using his wonderful products that I do endorse based on, I think I got this before Christmas, so I'm, I'm yeah. working on this a couple of months now. First of all, Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoy my, my little ribbing, but it's, it's true. I use your products like every morning. All I can tell you is I hope my wife's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, this may be a placebo effect, but the, the orange-based butter... It it leaves at least in the beginning. It leaves like a little bit of it looks like I got a little bit of a tan. 
because it's a little bit orangey, and it's just like, now again, it might be in my own mind, but I think I'm like, I'm walking out the door, I'm like, wow, I'm looking hot, man. This big bald head is shining and feeling good, and it's a, I got a little tinge to it, but is it, is it in my brain, is it like, is there any orange? There, there's orange extract, but there's, you're not looking like the old spray tan, you know. No, 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 no. It, it's very minor. So, Jason, all kidding aside, um, first tell us about where this came from, and then, uh, and everything I just said, you know, I, I'm, I'm being absolutely serious. In the shower, I use the black um, black soap. The black soap, and then when I come out, I get a choice, you know, and I, whether I'm going to go with the the vanilla, the orange. I know there's like six things in there. Then there's another thing you swallow, the elixir, right? All right, all right. To tell you 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 line it all up. Look, you gave me the whole care package. I'm endorsing the whole thing, and you got to understand. All kidding aside, me being a bald dude, I have to use moisturizer every day. Um, sometimes I have to use the, the Winter moisturizer, which usually tends to be a little thicker, the summer a little thinner. So, take well, it away. There you go, because now you have you have the whip body butters, and then you have the cream. So during the summer, I would use the butters because they're a little thinner, and during the winter, I'd use the cream because it's a little thicker, stays on top of your skin, gives you a nice, you know, coating to keep that moisture in. And the black soap that you have is a good head to toe. What we did is we took African black soap and we liquid, liquefied it to a point where it is nice, it's luxurious, it's hydrating. Um, it's not the greatest to look at, but the thing is, is it doesn't matter. It, it helps your skin. It eliminates. And you're only bacteria. saying that because it's black. Well, no, I mean, it's, you, it's you, brown. You, well, whatever. Yeah, you're putting a, a, you're putting something that looks like it's dirty onto your body to clean you. It doesn't make Correct. a lot of sense. Correct. Yeah. So uh, the soap looks it's it's liquid brown, and not everyone. I've never seen a soap on the market that's liquid brown that's attractive, but that's not the point point is to hydrate your skin to make it feel soft and to clean yourself and it's uh, an old uh, recipe that we got um, the soap itself is from a village in Guyana that's specifically designed and made for us and we take that block soap and then we liquefy it in our manufacturing facility and then we give it to people like yourself to enjoy okay now let's well so let's talk about getting out of the shower sure and now, talk about the, the different products that you have in that, in that beautiful box case. That I'm, I'm not exaggerating. My wife's like, why do you have all of these things in the box? Why can't you take it? I go, the box is beautiful. It's a beautiful box. No, I appreciate that. It it's, like that it's like a pine, and it's got engraving on the top, and it's, it's very attractive. No, I appreciate that. That was a, a long, laborious uh, thing that took me probably about two weeks to figure out how to do right, but we did it. Um, so you have your liquid soap. You have your shea butters. Uh, you have your elixir. Uh, we also have some other products. That wait, we wait, can we you. back up and talk about the elixir? Sure. So the elixir is a mix of essential oils, a uh, proprietary mix, um, that you can either put on your skin or eat. Um, now, we really don't want to tell people um, how to eat it, but uh, we give instructions on the bottle. You put half a dropper in your bottle, in, in your mouth, you swish it around your mouth, you in your gums, you hold it on your tongue for about 15 seconds, and then you swallow. And once you swallow, you want to take about 16 ounces of water about 5, 10 minutes after that. And you will find that you have a sensation once you drink that water that you'll feel your body open up. And you'll find things that are exiting your body that you didn't even know were there. Just remember, this, this is a children's uh, program. <laughs> no, just, just to give you an idea. So in, when you have a cold, uh, if you have the flu, we have found that it has helped. It doesn't cure, but it has helped people get past those symptoms faster. Um, and it's one of those things that okay, was what, if, what if you're not ill, if you're not under the weather and you take the elixir? What, what, Nothing. It what just keeps it? your body clean. It just keeps your body 
um, you know, functioning properly. It helps the, the blood move around uh, better a little bit. So the question one may have is, like, what do you mean you can either eat it or rub it on your body? Right, and and so, you're talking about small amounts. So, small amounts, very, so very small you, where, amounts. What part of your body are you rubbing So it? the way that I use it is I uh, put a few drops on my hands. I rub my hands and make it warm, and then I put my hands around my nose and my mouth, and I breathe in. And when I do that, I feel my entire body just open up. I feel like I can almost smell everything around me that it couldn't before. Wow. Now, I'm not going to lie. I have not gone to the elixir yet. Uh, and now I have court tomorrow morning. So am, can I, you know, bang this out? And, and you know, it's, it's going to be all right. I can function. I can you speak. Be, you, <laughs> there's no cannabinoids in it. It's all essential oils. There's nothing in there that will impede your judgment. Nothing. All right. So we're good to go. You'll be fine. So let's talk about people who want to know, like, what is hemp and, and why hemp leaf? And give us a little... Uh, so hemp leaf is a little bit of a play on words. Uh, hemp is a plant that is robust. It's uh, hardy. It's it's wildly cultivated around the world. Um, it's not just used for um, cannabis. It is used to make clothing, all different types of things. So we came up with hemp leaf because it's natural. And then the word L-I-E-F at the end of it is for relief, not actually a leaf of a plant. Ah. So it's using hemp to get relief. So a lot of our products are anti-inflammatory. Um, you you know, brought me some Icy Pot. Yes, I did. Now, what's that all about? <laughs> so Icy Pot is one of our products uh, that is, in my opinion, one of the best muscle rubs on the market. Uh, I've given it to quite a few people in this room. Um, and one of those things that uh, it, it sounds like Icy Hot, but we are using cannabis in there, cannabinoids, uh, CBD and CBG. Um, it is deep penetrating, used to help uh, relief soft tissue and muscle. So if you have a, any aches or pains, rub it on. Few minutes later, you're going to feel great relief. Okay, so um, uh, let's talk about how this whole thing came about. Let's sure. talk about your your friend your friend Ray and how you met him and and the origin sure, no of problem. hemp leaf. So Ray uh, was introduced to me by a mutual friend who is a service disabled veteran, and Ray had a dream of one day owning and operating his own skincare manufacturing facility. And because I have a large, uh, intensive background of manufacturing for the last 20 years in the lighting industry, and I was also dabbling in skincare, um, I was, he and I were talking, and he had this dream. And I felt like I was able to help him with that dream. I had the, I had the wherewithal. I had the facility. And I, you know, I just saw somebody who was looking to help people. Gen Ray is one of those people who generally... Je uh, I can't even think of the word. Genuinely likes to help people. He will give you the shirt off his back. He's just one of those guys. And I wanted to help him the way he was willing to help everybody else. So we put our minds together and we created a company called Hemp Leaf that was designed and developed to manufacture his products that he had actually already had in the market years prior when he was in California. He had moved uh, back to New York, uh, New Jersey, actually, only to help his wife's mother. Jason, let me just interrupt you for sure. one second because we're going to go up against a commercial. No problem. And But I want you, so people who are dabbling on their phone or on their computer, tell people now where they can go on the website to look at this and, and sure. they'll know what you're talking about. You can find all our products at hempleaf.com. Spell it. www.hemplief.com. All right, so you guys, well, we got to take a quick break. We're going to talk a little bit about Perillo Tours, and I'm sure Kim Sambolino's got something else up his sleeves over there. Um, we're going to stay here with Jason Green. We're going to talk a little bit more about Hemp Leaf. We're going to, is, is Alex around? If Alex in the house, yes, we'll he talk is. a little bit about basketball. Hello, hello. And maybe a touch on the Super Bowl. And in the meantime, I'm going to just stare at Joyce and Joan and just, I don't know, have impure thoughts. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
Law enforcement against drugs and violence. LEAD is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested and proven effective K-12 curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. The lead prevention curricula includes age-appropriate information about marijuana, opioids, prescription, and over-the-counter drugs. Last year, we lost over 70,000 of our family members, friends, and neighbors to drug-related deaths. You can make a difference. Donate today at leadleaddrugs.org, leaddrugs.org, leaddrugs.org, or follow us on Facebook at Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. So you guys just heard the voice of the great Joe Piscopo, the morning show host here at AM 970, The Answer. Well, guess what? He is teaming up with the great Steve Perillo, and they have put together a special intimate trip to Rome and Sicilia for our AM 970 family. Do you want to go? You should go. I've done it. You should go. You should be there. It's a blast. Just call 800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, and say, hey, I want to go to Apollonia's hometown with Joey P. Make it happen. How does this sound? Rome, three nights, including a special intimate performance by Cho Piscopo, which is so much fun. And then you fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taromina, Palermo, Savoca, Forza de Agro, why these towns? Well, some of these towns are, are the actual towns that the scenes from The Godfather were filmed in. And you can't leave Italy until you go to Mount Etna. And when you're on Mount Etna, you're not just going to see the beautiful towns like Bronte and Randazzo and eat those special pistachio nuts. But you're also going to have a wine tasting. And then on to Palermo for three more nights. Beautiful cathedrals and opera houses in the Palermo in that region. When are the tour dates? October twenty, October 18th to the 28th. So you stay here, you celebrate Columbus Citizens Foundation Day, and then boom, you go to Italy. October 18th to 28th, be a part of this special event. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or visit perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. What do we got here, Sambolino? What do we got, Sambolino? Pinball Wizard by The Who. And this was part of the rock opera known as Tommy, which did play here on Broadway. And when our guest, uh, and actually, um, Norm Lewis was uh, one of the original cast members. Norm Lewis is a Broadway star who's buddy with my... Well, I know my buddy Douglas Jabara, a member of Rapid Pulse now, a new member, one of the new guys. 
So we're still here with Jason Green um, talking about hemp leaf. And uh, it's a product that I have been using. And um, Jason, when you know, I know you said you're in the world of manufacturing, right? So I think of good ideas sometimes. I'm like, oh, this would be cool if we could do this widget or that widget. Like, how does something like this come to fruition? I know you said Ray had something similar to this in California. But, you know, how does it how do you make the actual product and then, you know, the packaging of the actual container it goes in and then the big packaging? And talk to us a little bit about the like the, the origin of a business. So it's it's a long, complicated process. It takes many, many hours, more than most people know. So you literally have to come up with the designs, what it should look like, how it's a feel, what people's reactions are going to be, and you come up with many, many, many iterations of, of products. You know, what's sitting on your desk is actually an iteration of something that we made that we didn't even know we, we wanted to make because, you know, we put some things together. It smelled good. Okay, try it. Okay, that's great. Uh, we did it with a few different products and actually made the black soap by mistake. I let it sit overnight. And I'm like, oh, my God, this this works. And that, that became my process is actually have to let it sit overnight and it, it creates a foam and we water it down and all of a sudden you got black soap. So it's, it's very interesting how products come around. So we, we, we formulate, we test, we play with it. And then for the packaging, I have a, a few guys in my office that will sit, we'll play with the packaging. We, we get samples. We look at what things want to look like, how they want to feel, what they want to do, what people's reactions are. And then, you know, we send it out and we put it online and get, you know, comments from people. I send it to people like Joyce. And I send it, you know. But where do you get the actual, uh, the hemp from? So the, the most, of, we actually don't get hemp. It's actually shea butter. I didn't want to correct you. I didn't want to. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, bro, you could definitely correct me. It's your product. But uh, so the majority of our products are from shea butter um, and black soap. So shea butter is coming out of a village in Guyana that's specially crafted for us. So we have a village over there that processes the shea nuts. Uh, turns it into shea butter. Um, we then box it up, send it over here in, in shipping containers. Then we take it out, process it, add our essential oils, add our extracts. Uh, we whip it. We beat it. We stick it into machines that inject it into cans and bottles and tubes and packages, and off you see the product. Gotcha. So is there any hemp anywhere around this whole situation? Yeah, no, no, no. So we use actually CBD isolate. So CBD is a chemical that is, comes from the hemp plant. Um, like THC is a chemical that comes from the hemp plant. We only use CBD and CBG. Um, these are the only things that are used for anti-inflammatories and healing factors. THC, obviously, you know what it does, but nothing special. All right. <laughs> well, Jason, I want to thank you for being here. You can stay here. Don't go anywhere. Um, give us your website one more time. Sure. It's www.hempleaf.com, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. And as uh, coming from a man, and I'm being absolutely sincere, uh, who, who, you know, I don't have hair, so I got to take care of that bald head. And uh, but the rest of myself, too, my face, my my arms, my uh, sometimes, you know, you wear socks in these winter, like you're, you're, where the socks are, you're, you get you get all dried up from over there. Oh, yeah. Look, you even have something for my wife. What is that? The right. heel elixir? The heel elixir. So before I go, I just want to tell you about this product. So we developed a product called heel elixir. It is used for women, actually men, too, but mostly women uh, after they're wearing their high heels or pumps or shoes all day long, their feet hurt put this on their feet. It has no, um, no numbing agents, all natural all, uh, extracts. It helps their feet feel better. They can walk the next day, next five minutes. So you put it on, off you go. There you go. The Heal Elixir from Hemp Leaf. Um, if you want more information on Hemp Leaf, you can just reach out to me or anyone on AM 970 The Answer. Alex, we got two minutes left. Um, the Brooklyn Nets have gotten rid of Kyrie Irving. They did. And Mr. They Dimwitty's lost. coming back. And they lost in the first game without Kyrie last night, but I heard Edmund Summer and Cam Thomas 
dazzled the crowd. I don't know. We'll see. By the way. What do you mean you heard? I watched the game sitting at my desk. I got alerts. I was actually at the Devil game because hockey's a past time. reporter are you? All right, all right. You you made up for it if you're at another game. Uh Okay, I got it. Hey, and then uh, KD's not going to be in the All-Star game this weekend, Kevin Durant. So just a a heads up Okay, well, I'm good. I'm I'm glad he's healing up. Well, the Nets are playing tonight. They're off Wednesday, and they're playing again Thursday. Uh, I think Thursday night I am going to try to get to the game. So, um, you know what? Maybe I'm going to do the show from your studio, Sam Bellino. This way I can. Oh, nice. I'm right close to the uh, the Barclays Center. Miss Kyrie train and boo. Um, I do. I mean, I know he said, like, forget about the things that he said or he did, and I didn't like his COVID policy, and I love my Jewish brothers, and I don't like what he said about them, but the guy was insanely talented. They would have won that game last night if Kyrie Irving was playing. There's not a doubt in my mind. They were they were in that game up until they would t- it was a tied game they were leading with like two minutes left, and uh, he was really a, a, a unbelievable athlete. But a lot of my friends are like he was a cancer in the locker room. It's good that he's gone. Um, so I I'm going to be gone now, but not until my hands and head are nicely moisturized with hemp leaf with our friend Jason. Jason, thank you for coming in today. We appreciate it. Thanks for bringing some extra product. By the way, I'm not like like into this product because they gave me a bunch to try. They gave me a bunch to try so I can tell you that I'm into it. So enjoy the night, everybody. It's a Tuesday night, New York City. We're so blessed to be here. Let's all be safe, happy, and we'll see you tomorrow on Hump Day. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.